1: Ah yeah. uh. Good <laughs> They talking about a chest huh. Everybody wanna flex Look, they be talking about the neck Hey, Let's get it They talking about a chest I get it Everybody wanna flex I get it Talking all about the neck I get it But I don't pay up my respect Cause I get it they talk about a check. I get it. Everybody want to flex, I get it. Talking all up me. I get it. But I don't play up by respect, because I get it. Uh, 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 all they want to do is run their mouth. When it's all about that action, ain't nobody to be found. I've been grinding on my own. Talk like around. When you step into uh, my presence, uh, I don't want to hear uh, a sound. Look, look, Stacking up my paper. This a work of art. Uh, Eating like a lion when I used to starve. Uh, Standing in the paint, I could take a charge. Put it on the line. We been making them square to cost. (laughs) They, they, They talk about a change. I get it. Time is money, I can't waste a second To be in my vicinity, it is truly a blessing bless, But in end, that crossed me, it was a painful lesson Not for me, but for them, I ain't answering questions Talk is cheap and I don't even have the patience for it I can't even take a loss, I'm feeling like I'm floored Making moves without my knowing, you just can't afford it I mean? They been talking like they bosses, I, bet they I, unemployed I, I, They talk about a check, I get it Everybody wanna flex, I get it Talking all up the me, I get it but I don't play about respect, cause I get it uh, uh, They talk about a check, I get it Everybody wanna flex, I get it Talking all of in. I get it But I don't play about respect, cause I get it uh,
0: What's up everyone? Thank you for joining Buzzle with Marlowe. I am Warren Marlowe and you just heard I Can Get It by my good friend Joe Goodman. The reason why we have sent you that song today is because that is the upcoming single by Joe Goodman and also I will be joined by no other than Joe Goodman today. Joe Goodman has been singing for a long time. The reason how me and Joe Goodman met was from high school. Joe Goodman and me used to be former football players. And Joe, when I first heard about this guy, when we were in Uli High School, we were told, hey, this guy is going to take y'all to the promised land. And, I mean, it did. It, it, second to none, he, it wasn't a lie. This man was super good. Uh, I always wondered what happened to Joe Goodman. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about... How he got into the music business, we're gonna talk about literally everything this man has encountered to want to pursue this occupation to pursue music. Joe Goodman has been producing albums. Joe Goodman has been doing albums. And also the biggest thing I think is and he's got my utmost respect. And one reason why I I really got along with him so well, Joe Goodman is always about helping others. It is very hard in any type of hustle job, and when I say a hustle job, I am saying pursuing your dream, pursuing something that makes you happy, pursuing something that, hey, you love to do, and I mean, for this gig as a musician, a singer, a rapper, or anything like that, for you to pursue it and also try to help others is saying volumes for you it's very rare you find it when i did professional wrestling i was at that same mentality but i was built i was literally beaten down so much where they had to tell me the knowledge is like hey man you could progress you can only progress somebody with you to a certain extent you need to do it yourself and i mean it took a while at first but it it worked on some things but uh, i was always about helping others i was always about hey what can I do to make this person better? What can we do to make this match better? What can I do to make not only a match where, okay, this title match is whatever, but I need to make it to where it's completely a very old-fashioned wrestling match to where fans will go both sides on this match. Uh, you know, it's just it's just very good volumes about it. And that's for any for you to just basically bring somebody with you and help them as much as you're progressing at the same time that speaks volumes and that speaks a very high character of yourself so today i am very excited about joining with joint being joined with joe goodman i hope y'all are going to enjoy this so when we come back we will talk to my boy joe goodman Being the new member of the Rasp Rebellion, I want everyone to go to the website RepSportsREPPSports.com and get 15% off on your first purchase if you do the promo code AP2420 and you have to type in the capital letters of AP2420. And like I said, you get 15% off. I know with this hard times in quarantine. Honestly, the supplements are going to be the best way to go. They've got BCAs. They have the energy drinks. They have pre-workouts, uh, whey proteins and stuff. I would love everyone to go to repsports.com to get and use the promo code AP2420, which is capital letters, AP2420, to get 15% off on your first purchase. Thank y'all. How's it going, my friend?
2: What's up, man? Long time no see. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Can you can hear me? Oh yeah, I can hear you good, man. All right, cool. How is life treating you, my friend?
0: Huh? How is life treating you? Wonderful. <laughs> as best as we can, right? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So, what have you been up to lately, man? I've been
2: grinding, mm-hmm. doing music, producing a lot of tracks for a lot of artists. And mm-hmm. I just produced my own track. And I'm about to release a single, which you actually have. Yeah. Well, I'm about to release that single July 3rd. So, it'll be okay. on, on all platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, all mm-hmm. platforms.
0: Hey, hey! I just want to say congrats on that, man. Um, it's definitely a big change from when I remember when we first met because you were just coming into Uli for football. And I remember they were bragging about you for a while. And they were like, man, this Joe Goodman guy, he's going he's gonna to be the thing for us. <laughs> yeah. So what happened with that? Did you just – Follow through and just stop, just didn't want to play anymore, or you found a whole new passion. Well,
2: when I was in youth, they did a uh, what it was a talent show.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I had actually won the talent show.
0: That's right. I totally forgot about that thing, man. Gosh, I can't <laughs> believe how long it's been. I it still blows my mind. It's like it's been nine years now, and I'm just like, oh gosh, like it just. It just feels like we blinked our eyes and it's just gone. <laughs> I know. I totally forgot yeah, about this. Year. I totally forgot about it. I remember. I remember you did it. Cassandra Wilson did it. I. I that's all I remember. That's that's how that's how much I remember of it.
2: But <laughs> well, we did that, and I was I was supposed to stay in Uly and mm-hmm. play next year. Oh, um, my mm-hmm. senior year, actually. When Derek Henry was coming in, but mm-hmm. some things had them changed, like living situations and stuff, and I had to move back to Jacksonville.
0: That's right. I I totally forgot. Yeah, you didn't graduate in Yulee. I remember you did go to Yulee for sure. I was I was arguing with one of your your artists, you know, Mister Zoom Man himself, Ray Feeney, and he. <laughs> He tried to argue with me. He's like, man, you don't know who this guy is. I'm like, bro, you can not really tell me who I don't know? I was like, <laughs> he went to Uli with me. He's like, he didn't go to Uli. I was like, bro, he went to Uli. <laughs> like been everywhere. Exactly. And I was like, man, he's swore up and down. He could beat me in basketball. I said, dude, now, maybe. Back then, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah,
2: back then you, you're a superstar with basketball now.
0: Uh, hey, man, everybody keeps telling me, like, man, you, you think you were good. Whatever. I was like, I don't say anything about it. I just let anyone else talk to me in my own way. But so the music gig, so what all
2: made you want to start on this and pursue it? Well, I've, I've been doing music for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. She so was speaking of the talent show. I, I did a song for the talent show. Mm-hmm. So it's like I've been doing music since I was about 11 years old. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And rapping I, I knew how to rap. Well, I was doing poetry at that time. And it developed to becoming rap. And yeah. that has always been a developing thing for me. And rap was one of my major things I used to do. Um I did not I did not like the sing. I didn't produce. Rapping was all I had. And then, as I got older, I was going to Uli, I started learning how to sing. I started learning how to produce. And then when I came back to Jacksonville, me and my other producer for Critical Beats, we linked up together. They're making beats, and I was like, well, show me a little bit of what you know when it comes to making beats. And this is what I knew. And yeah. he he was already skilled with it, so he showed me a little bit more about making beats and everything that I did, I studied it so rap I had already studied that that was in my repertoire that was already good to go production it wasn't there, so I studied it like crazy when it came to production and um now I got critical beats people can go to critical dot com k r i d-e-c-u-l dot com and they'll be able to Mm -hmm. see you know our beat page and everything and it's me and Chris Green so that's my other producer on the rapping side It's long term records um I'm rapping producing and singing I started singing around 10th 11th grade and my singing has gotten way better Mm -hmm. from then so it's always okay. been something I've been developing and doing, but what I did for a long time was I was pushing my other artists towards trying to you know reach their goals yeah. and it it seemed as though they needed to they needed to really see what I could accomplish, so I was like, okay, let me go ahead and uh-huh. go crazy with it so now you're seeing uh-huh. you know the effects of that.
0: Yeah. Hey, man. That, that's that's really neat. I mean, obviously, I know like the typical, "Hey, man, I I just need a new outlet" type scenario. But obviously, it shows that you care so much that you are trying to help other people progress, and um, that's a big that's a big thing because I know it's a real tough gig to get into, and I know it's like. I kind of know that type of scenario when I did wrestling. You, you're basically in there with sharks yeah. that are always hungry and ready, waiting for you to mess up so it would be their chance. So, obviously, that that's a big step for you. And I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm not really experienced with all that, but I know for a fact that you
2: probably Yeah. You there? Okay. I'm just making sure. <laughs> what you said you know for a fact. Yeah. Um. So, how many songs have you done so far? How many songs have I released or done? Because I've done a
0: lot of songs. Which
2: one would be easier? <laughs> I've done plenty of
0: songs. So what do you say? I'm like, man, like, oh, uh, we gonna we gonna have half the episode just listing songs. <laughs> <laughs> I've
2: done plenty of songs. Um. Yeah. Speaking of Ray Freene, me and Ray Freene got a song together. On her...
0: right. I saw the video. Uh-huh. I saw yeah. I saw the video. Uh I think with the uh, police. I mean in the yeah. jail type thing. He's got that okay. song together. Well,
2: well, explain that
0: explain that to me. Like what
2: what was the plot of that? Oh uh, Ray Ray, Ray was going through some things and wanted to tell his story of what he was going through. And uh-huh. Hot Rod. Hot Rod, Rod that, I don't know. Well. And mm-hmm. They was going to put somebody else on the song at first. But mm-hmm. they didn't really know. Uh At 145. All right. So the song with me, Hot Rod, and Ray Freeney. Ray Freeney was going through a, a tough situation that he wanted uh-huh. to express and Hot Rod had just came home a while ago. And I came from a place of speaking of mental issues and anger issues, of how, you know, in that realm. So when it came down to, you know, it's doing the track, he came through to the studio. Oh, I also engineer. So, you know, majority of those tracks you hear i I'm engineering. Mm-hmm. So. We did the track, and he was like, "Yo, we finna shoot the video this Saturday." Now mind you, I just recorded my verse. It was like three or four days right before the video shoot. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, oh, okay, well," and it it's just happened to, it just so happened to be the week that I lined up a whole bunch of sessions. <laughs> so I had, That's I one had good
0: thing Ray is about uh, that time, and it's ready to go. That's one thing I do like about Ray. Ray's very humble. I, just to hear how he—I mean, obviously when I'm at at work and I hear him in the in the area where we got to pick cases and stuff, he's sitting there singing dang songs all damn day. So <laughs> I'm just like, gosh, I don't ever get tired of it. So apparently, you love this thing, and I've heard him numerous times. And I, I don't try to gloat about him a lot, just because obviously it makes him make him feel so much bigger. But I do listen to Zoom around, and it's, like, shuffled in on my workout playlist. It's a very good song. Very catchy, if I must say. Um, it is. I'll say I'm not really all into that much hip-hop anymore that I used to be. You knew how, like, I used to like a lot of hard rap and all that. It's just, like, I don't know. I think the yes. age hitting me now is just, like, oh, man. like well, Some of it now just feels like – it don't feel like rap to me. Well, like, the, the new age like music different. Like, it's a different generation I get that trust me I we, we we've had that conversation numerous times about our what we listened to when we were in high school compared to what they listened to back then and yeah. still at that time we still both like both generations this the newer rap stuff I'm just still not fully invested in still not all the way in I've heard some of your songs and I remember I remember when I heard that you know and I was just like wow he knows Joe and, I mean, I, I know JoJo's been keeping up with me since I was wrestling and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's like, you don't know who that is. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. That's funny. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Um, So, it, that song was mainly for Ray, talking about just the story of his life.
2: Yeah. And just the trials that he was going through. Absolutely. Um, Ray actually um just <clears throat> released a song called Headaches and Butterflies. Then um, he has my artist, Daniel Ray, on it. And can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. Yeah, so he, he just released a song called Headaches and Butterflies, and that's also streaming on all platforms. But my artist, Daniel Ray, is on it, and um, I produced it as well. So it's a, it's a real deep song, yeah, very deep song. It, it gets you in your feelings. <laughs> I, uh, that's what
0: I kind of do like about about race songs. It has a like, diverse. And I feel
2: like,
0: obviously, the catchy rap songs are like always about get money and all this stuff. One thing I do like about Ray's songs, they're they're about feelings. We've heard numerous times the way he talks at work and stuff, and we know. Everyone goes through something. Like I went through personal issues. That's why I became a professional wrestler out of all all of my options that I had. (laughs) That was still like a crazy story for me. But, I mean, obviously, we all deal with stuff differently. Instead, I put on a mask and gloves and tights and decided to get thrown around for six years. (laughs) So, I mean, that's an outlet. I that I like to listen to is what I can feel. I can understand what, what's going on in the song and I could just like relate type scenario. And obviously the type of songs that he's dealing with and stuff, people can relate to. Uh, I listened to that trap you uh, that track you just sent me. That was very good. The sample that you sent me a while back, that was a very decent one too. Uh, I kept in contact with you, uh Callie Cold and a couple other guys. I don't know you all know each other very well, or whatever. But Cali Cole's been a real close friend of mine since since I was like in eighth <laughs> three. He was like the very first grown grown man I was really playing a lot against in basketball. So <laughs> that's how I knew him. But um, I remember playing when you were football, man, it's crazy to believe you didn't go further in with it. Because I'm I remember when you were they were talking about you, you know, know. before you even came to you, and I remember it was like. We're going to the state. We're going to the state. We got two recruits coming from this area in Jacksonville. This Goodman guy, he, he's guaranteed to take us on defense, whatever. Add that in with our defense, we should dominate. And I was just like, okay. And then when we got into that, oh, it's time to get the shadow party. And I was just like, yeah, I got to go. It was just like, I'm not going there to block. I mean, that's just me being honest, like. I was known. I was a very good known receiver and stuff. I'm not known to block. That's that's not gonna be my stats. I'm not gonna go every game just to yeah. block and maybe get occasional pass. One game out of a year, like that's ridiculous. And honestly, now we're we're thankful for what Yuli has got now, but still we're at that that point yeah. It's like, man, we could have done so much more. And I know a lot of people could honestly say that. I'm not saying it just for me. I only played my sophomore. I oh, yes. played till my sophomore. So I can say what I know for me. Like, I can know what you said for you. And I totally forgot you
2: only went one year.
0: I remember. I, I thought we graduated at moment. That tells you how terrible that's, that's I have been
2: wrestling on <laughs>
0: <laughs> Believe it or not, man, my brain has gotten so much better <laughs> in the two years that I've taken off so far. I've actually been able to remember a lot more now. Now it feels like my brain's like brand new sometimes. And it's so funny, like the way I remember stuff, if I'm laying around, or I'm on the couch or whatever, because I really don't like to just be sitting somewhere. I don't like to just be in one spot. So literally it's just like, wow, I remember that now. And I go to tell my wife, she's like, that happened like almost six years ago. I'm like, well, I remember it. So that's, that's 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 a- <laughs> it's sad in that type of scenario, but yeah. Luckily, I got out as early as I did. Do I miss it? You bet your ass, but I apologize for cussing on here, but, I mean, I, no one's going to sit here and say they don't miss something that they, they invested right. half their life in. Even though it was like six for me, that's that's a very good time for something like yeah. that. I mean, wearing mask and types you can't really joke around <laughs> on that type scenario for a while. <laughs> sure. crazy. Yep. You actually did wrestling in Uli's. That was even the crazier part, and you tried to get me to do it. And I was like, "Yeah, I ain't wearing tights." And then go figure, I get signed up to go do masking tights, like <laughs> I
2: know, like right? I got the whole I, different I, object. I, it was crazy. It was like when when I got to Yuli, I was super popular. I didn't even try to be.
0: <laughs> huh. It wasn't. It wasn't even like it was just like certain groups. it was just like everyone was kind of like a unit. And the funny thing is, I love to use this expression, like you know how college I mean, you know yeah. how like the typical high school movies are? Like the mm-hmm. football players are always the popular ones. That was so not the yeah, truth in football for you. It was baseball players out of all players. Like these stuck up guys <laughs> that were wearing these shorts almost up to their kneecaps <laughs> and stuff, and I mean they're the ones getting all the girls. I'm like sitting here like, We got the most backward school in here. No, like what the fun. heck? <laughs> I mean, it's not a lie either, but that—that's what—that's what Yuli that's what was for a while, and then obviously, around our freshman year, or whatever, and then when it came to that sophomore year, yeah, I think with Bobby that's Ramsey first came, we didn't expect a lot. We didn't—we didn't really know what we were going to get into because last fall and season, I remember my freshman year, we didn't do that great. Went sophomore year. Bobby Ramsey came in, put Connor Petty as a starting mm-hmm. quarterback over Ontario, uh, Green on the roster and stuff. Uh, a lot of us didn't like that, that option at first. We're thinking we came off of this JV. We started on varsity after we played that, that season in JV. Me, Anthony Copeland, Donovan yeah. Dilworth, Art Craney, Pete. I mean, we had a whole dang squad that was just, we all came up. Jeremy D. Berry, all of us came up. And, I mean, there was no one really taking our spot at that time. And when Bobby, came, Bobby Ramsey came in there and kind of, like, changed the whole playground, and was, obviously most of us didn't like it at first. And it was just like, all right, why are we taking Tario off the quarterback line? Like, this guy was – we thought this was the guy. I mean, I remember when Tario first came into that school, man, people saluted this kid, this guy. I mean – One of my best friends and stuff. And, I mean, learned so much from him. And when that changed, it was just like, wow. Yeah. I don't know how this is going to go. And then Bobby almost took us literally to a playoffs our first year. You know, like, some of that coaching was from Libby and them. But, obviously, Ramsey was the head coach, so he's going to take the credit. And even rest in peace, Coach Pat. uh, One of my – one of the most dearest coaches I've ever had. He was one of the most sincere coaches I've ever had. I was – I was very devastated when we found out he passed. Uh, it was uh, – um, my condolences g- still go out to Pat Dunlap and all of them. Not trying to make it a sad moment, but I did need to put them in there because Coach Pat was yours. Uh, there is no coach I ever believed that put in more work than what Coach Pat did. And I remember every motto this man ever used in football. Most of them were not the ones <laughs> that you would want to say out loud. <laughs> no, absolutely, I know you know where I'm going with it. <laughs> I remember some of them, and I remember it's just like when we hear these memories about him. I mean, you can't just not laugh. Like Coach Pat was yeah. literally like a father to all. of us. Uh, it was crazy to believe that, and I mean, that's what happened. But I'm just glad he's not suffering anymore. I and mean. then, but um. On better on a better subject. So uh you got into music, you're doing engineering and everything. So you graduated college, right? Nope.
2: Did you get into all this? Did not go to college. I learned this really? when I was young. I just had it stored in my brain. Then mm-hmm. when it came back home So what made you want to actually just just start
0: pursuing this? Like you really thought, hey, it's it's this time, it I feel like this is my well, go time, let's do it.
2: As a kid, uh, like I told you, I was about eleven years old when I started doing uh, music, and I mm-hmm. was—I had actually gotten um, mm-hmm. a deal around that time with um, with, with the okay. same company, Long Time Records South. But I was young, of course, and a lot of things went south around that time, mm-hmm. and things didn't work out, so. I just put music on the back burner. Um, and the older I got, mm-hmm. the more, like, a lot of people actually started wanting me to do music again. Dude, when I was at in Uli, mm-hmm. people was asking me about it after the On um, Talent show. Like, everybody started wanting <laughs> me to do music again. I remember we
0: had, a, I remember we had our little Uli Yule- rap group for a while too. I remember I can't remember what they were called, but gosh. I remember they were trying to sell their demo tapes and stuff yep. in the class. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and to go to find out the camera guy that was doing the whole camera gig was actually better than all of them. So that's even the crazier thing I thought. <laughs> but um that's so you went into the talent show. So you've yeah. you've been in this thing for a long time. So, this has definitely been a dream for you. So, um, you got to tell them, just kind of explain it out to us. So, how does does the music business work compared to most other places?
2: Yeah. It all depends, honestly. Um, Like, a lot of artists can get paid for doing covers, singing other people's music.
0: Uh
2: Uh-huh. Weirdly enough. But...
0: Is that is that the more popular way to go? Is just do the covers? Oops. I'm not familiar with all the music stuff, so I'm trying to figure out. So, because I, I know a lot of people do covers, and I used to like when I go to like bars and stuff, and I see these concerts, I'm like, why are they performing somebody else's song? Like I thought they were coming here to to sing their own. And I've seen some of that when I was at some of my shows. I remember one guy did a cover up of uh, Black and Yellow.
2: And I was just like, I A lot of people (laughs) do couples. And they actually are are able to get paid for those couples. So. Mm Mm-hmm. So they don't get it with copyright or anything? um, Like that? Copyrighting? Have to do some of those copyright things. Not the same exact way that you would do it if you was a music writer.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But People are able. Huh. During this conversation I just got an email saying that um people can purchase the song. I get it <laughs> off of the Google Play Store. All right. There y'all go, man. This is song y'all can download. Yeah. <laughs> but, nice little info today. <laughs> um, during you know, during those times of when people do covers, um, they can actually, because when you do a cover, you honestly do have to create the instrumental to it.
1: Even if you don't Mm -hmm. create the instrumental,
2: that's when you're really not able to really get paid from it, but you can get paid from covers um, when it comes down to things like, uh, like even when you upload your music on like stuff like Spotify or title or, you know, iTunes. You can actually upload covers and still get paid for them. Really, I didn't know you could upload them. I I knew obviously you could sing them like
0: in public areas and stuff, but I didn't know you could actually do them as music. Well, obviously some people. I like to use the metaphor for like most of the Disney songs. So obviously, the most popular. Yeah. Start doing these Disney songs. I do see those, but I don't see anything like cover up for like rap songs. Stuff like that. So, yeah, people that's pretty still get paid
2: in, in various ways. People. Some of them yeah. actually
0: become an actual singer sometimes.
2: Like, a lot of Even people, the crazier people part. who can't write for themselves do covers. Like, a lot of dope behind uh, artists. So, you write everything. You
0: say, you do. I do what? Oh, yeah.
1: I, I said, you great. write
0: all your songs, basically. So, explain that to me. So, how does that work? So, how long does it usually take you to write a
2: song? That's a process. I can't even just say it takes me X amount of time. It's a process.
0: That's like that's like me explaining to some newbie about, hey, how do you put a mess together? I'm like, well, just listen to me in the ring wherever we go. And I'm like, huh, Oh, we're going over in the. the
2: we'll be okay when it it come down to like writing a song weirdly enough before Uh I actually write I actually freestyle what I'm going to talk about Uh and after I freestyle what I'm going to talk about I try to I try to record myself. Right. I try to record myself, and uh-huh. I try to listen to what it sound like or where I'm gonna go, and I write everything from there.
0: Does it usually kind of go the same way?
2: Yep. That you're that you're freestyling it, or uh, you putting a lot it of usually goes in? the same way as the freestyle, but i do uh i do try to i do try to uh, Mm -hmm. modify it a little bit so i can change it up just a little
0: yeah i mean i know that's gotta be a tough process and uh and you gotta listen to that song continuously, continuously continuously because trust me i'm getting that experience now with this podcast especially these ones that keep cutting the connection out back and forth. And it's just like, oh, crap. Now I definitely got to edit this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Because I remember my first three episodes, I was just like, all right, send them through. Just send them through. Just send them through. And then I was starting to get feedback from Anchor. And I'm like, hey, do need to edit some of these. Like, some of these sound like run-ons and da-da-da-da. And I was just like, how do you do that? That's crazy. (laughs) I didn't didn't know. know But Oh, I, I, dude, I had a lot. I had to be on the phone with Anchor for about an hour. Just to explain to me how to edit this thing. Because, I mean, obviously with a touchscreen phone and stuff, you can only do so much with So I had to obviously go get one of those little pencil things and start doing just basically working with this thing. And I was just like, I can only imagine what music has to deal with on some of this stuff. Because this editing stuff is difficult and it makes me upset a lot. Because it's like... I can't even tell you how many times I got to listen to this verse, make sure the stuff is not cut in and out, make sure it's not like where it has the blanks in it and everything. So I can only imagine like what, what it has to be for music. So um, I know these are like a little awkward questions on some of this stuff, but uh, so the editing process of music, uh, how do y'all figure out, do you only have like a certain type of tone that you do for your songs? Like type of feelings that you do? Do you do it from basically like for like finding love or uh, having struggles in life? Like I'm gonna tell you what's like, that kind of going
2: for. When it come down to to making a song, it uh-huh. I'm a hustler for real. So whatever <laughs> everything to me personally, everything revolves some type of hustle, like like you mm-hmm. say, you as a wrestler, that's a hustle. You had to grind. Playing oh, playing yeah. football, oh. that's a hustle. Right. You got to grind your behind off. Ah, uh, so there's many different styles of hustle. You gotta put.
0: You that's what I tell everybody. I'm like, regardless of what you're doing. Exactly. Make sure you just give it your all. Um, and that's – it's very easy to say, but a lot of people don't do it. So Say, like, when you say I was really good yes. at basketball, but I probably didn't give it my all all the time. And maybe the times that I didn't give it my all were the times that I needed it. So – Obviously, I feel like that's a lot of big of a breaking point for most people. They feel like, okay, say like if they wanted to be a singer, what are they doing to get there? What are they doing to pursue this gig? Obviously, you're going to have to put more money in it than you're expecting to get paid right at first. That's, that's obviously true. anything, I think. Uh, great people, semi, semi, semi-sports, you're not getting paid to play. You're paying them to play. And there is some ways you could also get paid back, but you're gonna have to pay a lot to get in there and you gotta put everything you have for them to invest to wanna buy and make make it to where, hey, I'm getting paid to play semi pro whatever you're doing. And uh I I totally agree with you on that hustle gig because it's a it's a tough struggle. Uh I'm pretty sure getting in music business in general, as big as it is, it's very hard to get in because you hear so much people every single day, so much different type of music, so much different genres and stuff like that. And the biggest thing is, and this is what I tell people on wrestling, it's great. The one thing I say, one cool thing about wrestling, I could use that terminology for so much stuff in the world: government, uh, how women's mood swings are, or something. Like it's crazy to believe since I've been doing it. I, I mean, I hate to use it sometimes as an example because people are just like, "Do you ever stop talking about wrestling?" But I mean it's just a very good topic on some things like
2: yeah say
0: like music. You have to stand out compared to Boosty, Lil Wayne, Chingy, uh all these rappers. I'm slowly trying to name all these guys okay, again. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> I mean the rapping now it just feels like they they change their voices a lot. And it's, I don't, I don't know if it's really rap. I just feel like they're speaking so fast. I mean, if they could just listen to some old Twista and try to make it their own, maybe I'd be like, hey, I like that. Because I used to really like Twista. <laughs> I didn't think there was any rapper that was really like him for a long time. And uh, obviously, from me being in Miami, I'm all about uh, all the Miami rappers right off the get-go, so... <laughs> I mean, it's just eh, a little bit more different type of genres that a lot of people have. So what's the difference between your music
2: to anyone else? Well, the biggest difference in my music and anybody else's is
0: Uh
2: I actually don't use profanity in my music.
0: I remember when you told me that, I I gave you a big emoji. I was like, that's the first to hear like I, my old self i used to love the cussing it made you feel like a total bad bad behind like i'm trying not to cuss today let's see how this goes <laughs> so i mean it makes you feel so cool and it's just like at that time when it comes out of that verse you're just like yes i could say a cuss word and not get in trouble like it it's just like that that feeling but now when you get older and it's just like can you use another word? Like yeah. come on, just stay behind. <laughs> I know it don't sound that great, may not rap or may not go together, but it's like, come on, man, maybe I want to let my kid listen to this or something. So <laughs> So that's a good that's a good follow on that one because I feel like all rap songs usually are all with profanity. Does that also does that also give you
2: troubles on the producing well, your song? Back then because you're not used to back then mm-hmm. but now is 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 it's, 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 it's common nature to me now. And a lot of people always ask me now they be like, man, I can't mm-hmm. I can't rap like you dog. I'm like of course you can't. <laughs> you're not you're not accustomed to rapping them you know my style. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like with me, like a lot of people, like for me, I had to Mm-hmm. I had to be smarter like I can't just I can't yeah. just say certain things I have to figure out words to, to synchronize with what I'm saying or go exactly with what I'm saying I can't just mm-hmm. sit here and be like mm-hmm. just throw a, throw a cuss word in and there it goes around <laughs> I can't do that I gotta think of yeah. something that's suitable for that location Especially in that verse.
0: I remember when we used to have the little kids when we ride on our way games and stuff. You know yeah, how yep. we used to do that little shabuya rap thing? Everybody wanted me to get on there and try to do it. And I was just like, No. Nah. <laughs> no. Nah. Like everybody had a cuss word or something. I was like, man, only words I know that'll rhyme with it, <laughs> not what we need to be saying. <laughs> So it's just like pass and <laughs> just go to exactly somebody what you else. Mean. <laughs> I mean, it's just like I like the, some of the rappers I like listen to now are kind of the comedic ones. I like Lil Dicky. I like how his uh his feeling is on rap. I don't like the pothead type scenario with him, but I mean he's very yeah. creative in some things and just hilarious. I just love how I could watch a music video of his. It's yeah. like watching a cartoon sometimes. But, um, if, well, obviously he's cussing like no other, but still. <laughs> it's kind of funny to me. But um, So that's pretty cool to hear about that. And I and I'm only imagine how, how hard it is to actually just continuously rhyme about certain things in a whole song. And I give everyone credit on that because I know <laughs> yeah. doggone well I could. I don't care how editing you could do on it. It would just be like, don't put my behind on the mic. <laughs> but um, that's that's pretty neat to find out. So Absolutely. you're on all
2: platforms, right? July 3rd, the song, I, I okay. get it, will be going uh, live. And it's, it's already a lot of promotion going behind mm-hmm. that song. So at, a week after mm-hmm. you go live. You type in Joe Good, I'll be the first thing, pop up. Hey, man, my podcast is slowly coming up now.
0: I don't even have to type in Marlo and it's almost there. And I'm like, Absolutely. oh, I'm there now. <laughs> I'm making it. I mean, it's just crazy to believe how people could just, I mean, the one thing I remember when I first got in the gig, I'm going to try not to say it all the time, but when I got into the gig, uh, I, my knowledge was from podcasts and obviously I was just at one topic on a podcast, but I started listening to more and more. And I was just like, you know what? I have so much knowledge on some of these things. And like, I have a very good background. I can relate to so much of these. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to start doing this. And I had a couple of friends talking about, Hey, you got out of it so early. Like I think a lot of people would really want to listen to what you have to say on some of this stuff. And I was just like, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to go more than 30 minutes. And needless to say, almost every episode, I've literally almost won an hour, maybe more. And it's crazy to believe how many people actually listen every week on these episodes. And I'm just like, they really like to hear me talk? Or do I really need to start asking for help? Why someone, like how I could actually have a conversation by myself for an hour. So (laughs) it's kind of a kind of a crazy gig but i i love doing these episodes where i can actually talk to old friends and everything and that's one thing i and i wanted to do this also this is different than most other podcasts because we can talk about anything we we'll talk about sports wrestling music uh fitness lifestyles whatever and i love i just love not having a certain topic on it and it's i feel like the one cool thing about this is i can catch up with my friends like if we don't have a high school reunion, at least hey, they're on my podcast. We're re- we can have a great conversation for an hour and have the world hear about it. But it's just like we never miss time with each other. And obviously me and you, we were really close when you were it, at Yule. I, I still cannot believe I didn't remember that you didn't graduate. A lot of people a lot of people thought I graduated. I tell you Peter started more shit. Start. I know, and it's just like crazy because we were all so close, and it's just I I'm still speechless on it. I totally because I, I was arguing with Ray. I was like, "Man, he graduated from Uli. and I was just like, "He might have left Jacksonville, and came to Uli, but I didn't. I mm-hmm. totally forgot you went back to Jacksonville because I remember you were a real big talk for football, and I knew Ramsey wasn't the one. Yeah, to we, going. we actually had a talk before, Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
0: yeah. It's, it's crazy man especially crazy to believe how life has changed and nine years now in high school <laughs> we're almost at our reunion next year it's just like oh age is coming it's coming it's not stopping but um one thing i do want to ask you with all this stuff that was going on with the pandemic and everything how'd that affect your music because obviously y'all That's take takes and stuff too how y'all are kind of y'all kind of are like a wrestling type scenario like y'all y'all go get booked on these these shows whatever at these clubs and everything like that to make your money to make y'all's performances out of it. And it's kind of like the same thing that I was doing, except I'm using my body, y'all are using y'all's words. Y'all are using y'all's yeah. y'all's voice and everything like that. So and I can tell how how tough it is some of these times. I mean, some of these shows you're not making you're not making all that much, but Obviously, the craziest thing is I remember when I experienced this stuff too. Is some of these places that would have these sold out crowds, whatever. You're a main reason of it, and obviously, the person that's running these shows is thinking, okay, they need more of the money because they're they're pretty much behind on some things, and they needed this to make it, but now can't pay the guys to their best of potential, Tyson. I don't know how the music gig is on that stuff, but I've experienced numerous times on that. And it's not a pleasant thing at first, but, I, I mean, I just – I took everything as a blessing. I was like, man, you know what? I had people come and pay to see me, and I know that's got to be a good feeling knowing that when you're on a flyer and stuff, y'all, y'all sell out these buildings. Y'all sell out these clubs. Uh, what's the biggest venue that you've performed? Uh, at I actually forgot
2: the name of it. It was something. It wasn't Skyline, but it was something, oh, And it was in Tampa. <laughs> it was a real nice spot. Awesome. It like had an upstairs and downstairs type of club. It was a real big spot, yeah. Okay. It was in
0: Tampa? Do you mainly only perform in clubs? I try or? to perform
2: everywhere. I remember one
0: time I performed at a festival. How many shows did you try to perform a week? How I many shows did you try to get? a I used week?
2: To try to perform every day.
0: Uh, I wouldn't doubt it, dude. I I mean, I got burned out so quick. Yeah, like now. I took time off. I will pick and uh, choose what I'm going to perform. Based of off. like crowd wise and everything, because I know this this pandemic stuff is going right now. Well, not even checked, like, just that. Of if you're, not
2: like a not top even top just that, shape, like, uh, that. now, for me as an artist, I, I pick and choose where I perform because mm-hmm. I want to make sure I perform in a place that mm-hmm. that'll make sure first off that my fans will be able to come with no excuses. Make yeah. sure that they, you know, feel safe. Make sure that mm-hmm. people will be able to oh, enjoy yeah. it. I have seats if need be, you know, certain things that I'd be looking for. Well,
0: yeah, I totally agree with you on that. I, I mean, that's a big deal. I've seen some performers actually not be really happy about some of the performances just because, yeah, not close exactly. To their fans, and I've so. experienced that when I was younger. And, you uh, that was one thing, That's one thing I was like, I was really like, I was adamant at that time. I was like, yeah, I would never you want know, Dude. obviously i'm doing something uh, kind of the same way but i was just like uh, uh-uh, i couldn't do that like i don't know how people can just mistreat people when they're still paying their yeah. money to come and see somebody it's it is it just sickening on some things and one thing i'll say one good thing about you bro is like you really care about people uh you always you always put people over that's a wrestling team slang when i say hey you you're you build them yeah. up. You, you help that person out. Uh, it's yeah. it's a really tough game. I mean, it, like I said, man, you're you're in there with a bunch of sharks, and they're ready for you to have that one mishap, and they're gonna bite you and get you right, drop you down as quick as they can, and get their stuff up. So obviously, that tells you of your person. That tells you your character. You you want people to succeed. Uh, you you sign all these. These other artists and stuff, Ray Feeney and, and and another example, Ray. Ray's not the youngest person, but dude, he really is good. I don't really like to talk gloating about him because I know he'll just sit there. Oh man, he's kissing my feet or something. I'm just like, no,
1: nah, Ray, man. Ray I, Ray I'm just trying to be nice about
0: it. I mean, he's he's very good. And 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 one thing I do like about Ray is Ray. He's got a good knowledge to where. He's succeeding in and I remember we've had a conversation about it because I told him about like some of these shows that I got stood up on some of these things and I got stood on my pay and everything because just the building how they were and just and I was one of the reasons why they sold out and stuff and they're just like well I think you got this I'm like really because nine times out of ten there was an American project shirt in that building like every almost every single one of them people were wearing a blue a red or a white shirt and that was all my name on them and i and i remember he told me he said hey they pay me up front before i go out." it i was like man you is, is a little bit better than mine <laughs> if that's the case <laughs> you don't get paid until after <laughs> so you don't leave <laughs> but i mean it's I, one thing i you have to have is patience for these type of gigs and stuff and i got respect for all y'all uh, I know most of these guys I know from high school and stuff are doing this gig now just because they don't like their lifestyle they have I'm not naming anybody but I know there's <laughs> a lot of them <laughs> a lot of them <laughs> and I keep seeing they're performing music after music some of them don't sound bad but they just sound the same and that's one thing I and I and I guess I I guess that's the old person coming out of me now it's just I want something different. And for you, for your music to not have any cuss in it, that's yeah. a big change to most people. I remember one yeah. thing I used to get invested in MGK at first is because he didn't have cussing in the song. He didn't have, like, basically dark type music, if that's a good way to put it. And obviously him and Eminem now have got their little white yeah. chocolate beef or something going on. I don't know. So I fell off of that. But I, the one cool thing I liked about MGK at first was just how different he was on some things. But then, obviously, he had to fall into that program where he was just being like everyone else. But that's a that says a lot of big character on you, especially for you not to have cussing in your songs because I know how hard that's got to be. Because I remember when I used to want to play rap and everything, a cuss word was almost coming out my mouth every sentence if I could. <laughs> So, I mean, it makes it sound cooler. It makes it go, oh, man, the people will start bobbing away for me. But, uh, I mean, Joe, that, that's pretty cool that you're doing this, man. Uh, I know we've been trying to plan this a while, and I appreciate you doing this with me today. I'm oh, sorry did. about the first mishap on it. Uh, you want oh, to plug in your social medias, my I friend? You
2: can find me everywhere. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram. There you go. That's That's the easy easy part. I've had all day. All you gotta do is look up Joe Good LTR. Almost sound like letter LTR. Joe Good (laughs) LTR. And all that, and I'm there. Yeah. Now Facebook, I ain't on that much, but I I do be on in my messenger.
1: Uh, But Instagram and
2: Twitter, I'm there.
0: Well, Joe, I appreciate you doing this with me, brother. and uh, Most definitely. We'll definitely have to catch you know, up again. I want to
2: be invited again later on.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Most definitely. And that's one thing I love about doing this gig, and I tell everyone that has done it in the past, like, if y'all really enjoyed it, because some of these people, they get so nervous doing it. And I'm like, it's so it's simple. It's like it's yeah. just you and me having a conversation but people are going to listen to it. So, obviously, it's it's that type of scenario, I think, is a little different. But I get these people out of their comfort zone. I mean, I've had numerous people that didn't think they would do it, and they had a blast, and they messaged me right after going, hey, man, let me know when part two is ready. And I'm like, hey, whenever y'all want to go, we got it. Yes, sir. <laughs> So, I mean, but, yeah, man, I appreciate you doing this. Uh, I miss you, man. It's been a while, and I know Yuli. Yuli's had some days, and I don't know how long it's been since you've been Yuli, my friend. Yeah, like I, I seen that. I, I rode down
2: there. <laughs> I might ride down there tomorrow.
0: You might get lost in Yuli yeah. now. <laughs> they've been doing a lot of
2: road work down there. Oh
0: my gosh, it's it, it's unbelievable. I didn't even know yeah, what it wild like was for a while, like... and I was just like, "What is that?" Oh. It's kind of crazy to see, like, I remember when I first grew up there, man, it was nothing but trees. And you had a, you were just in talks of getting a Walmart, and we had to win Dick. And obviously, everything down 17, that's all you had. So we had to go shopping and stuff, going to and they go. And this is when they still had Kmart. This is when I lived in New York. <laughs> that's how long that's been. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, brother, I I appreciate
2: you doing this, and I hope you have a good weekend. Yo. All
0: right, man. Later. All right, it's time to get the go-home cues. First and foremost, I would like to thank Joe Good for just coming out here, talking to to me, just basically catching up, and educating me on a lot of things of how the music business runs. Like, that is really – one stressful and two pretty cool to hear, especially that part about cover-ups. I didn't know people really can get paid up paid for cover-ups. Uh, I mean that's that's that was something different. But also yes, y'all have heard the song. I get it when we first started this episode today. But y'all go check them out. iTunes, Google Pod. I'm at Google Play Store. I mean I I mean there it's for sale on all platforms Joe I get it I liked it and you know what even though you gave me that sample I'm probably even gonna have to buy it for you my friend uh but thanks I appreciate Daryl for joining me today talk about the glory days talk about some fun times talk about what what helped him pursue this music career helped him pursue all the obstacles and accomplishments that he's doing. And not only that, also putting his knowledge, putting in his work, and helping others do it. That That's the real big key. And that just shows a lot of good character of Joe Goodman. Joe Good. Um, but, yeah, man. Uh, I guess that's it. I hope everyone enjoyed, uh, enjoyed today. I hope we didn't bore you. And let's just finish it off like this, like every other one. I hope everyone washes their hands. Stay safe. Protect your own, and I will be back when we have more bzzz down the road. Later.